So the big question is this. How do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. And now for the review of the day. All right, I got a review here for my book, Six Steps to Seven Figures, A Real Estate Practitioner's Guide to Building Wealth and Creating Your Destiny. Five stars, amazing, must read for agents who want to blow their business up. Six Steps to Seven Figures was an amazing read. Pat breaks it down into simple, actionable steps that have taken will almost guarantee seven-figure success in the real estate sales business. Also, check out his Real Estate Rockstars podcast. Couldn't recommend this enough. Five stars, Garo215. Thank you, Garo215. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast. So give me a one-star review if you want or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. This episode is brought to you in full by Rebus University, the future of real estate training. Go now to www.rebusuniversity.com and use the coupon code ROCK for 20% off your first course. Double your commissions now with Rebus University. All right, Rockstar Nation, we have a great guest today. I got Gail Zintek on the line from Portage, Michigan, and uh, she's with Network Team Homes Realty, and it was funny the way we met, and we'll get into that, but um, I'm excited to have her on the show today, and we're going to get into some really good nitty-gritty on how to make more money in real estate, so without further ado, Gail, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Thank you, Pat. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me on, and for trusting, since we don't really know each other, that I might provide some value. <laughs> so um what happened with gail and i is like and and, and you guys listening i'm going to just talk to you about this because you can help expand my consciousness on this and maybe help with the universe but literally i was taking a hike one day last week with my dog actually my daughter's dog and i i had a conversation uh with christina lee who is going to come on the show again shortly and we were talking about, she owns a software company for real estate agents. And she was asking me some deep questions about, you know, one of the things that, that was lacking in the real estate podcast world or the real estate training world. And I said, simply, you know, there's not enough women in it. I said, uh, if I had to think of all of the coaches, Right that I've had on the show, which is probably 30, I think that maybe one, Amy Storer is the only one I could think of that, that is a woman. And I was like, that's, there's an imbalance. There's 29 male coaches and one woman coach. And um, I said, it, it's just lack. I, and, it, and I need to figure out a way to do something about that. And I said, you know, I don't know if it's have a co-host or if it's 
uh, create courses with Rebus University that are given by more women or, or what have you. I'm, I was just kind of circulating these thoughts out in the middle of the woods uh, with the dog and, and with Christina. And um, anyways, to make a long story short, I literally got back home to my computer and I opened it up and there was a Facebook chat from Gail talking about where are all the women in the podcast world? And literally it was like the first thing that drew my eye. And I said, man, this is, this is serendipitous. And we started chatting and I said, you got to come on the show. And then she said, do you know me? And I said, no, <laughs> but if your episode is bad, we just won't use it. <laughs> And I promised you it would not be bad. <laughs> and I, I just thought that was funny. I was like, uh, you know, she, I think she was expecting me to say, oh, yeah, I've been stalking you or I do know you. And I was like, no, I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> but you took a chance. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I took a chance. And, and by the way, it's not Christina Lee. It's Christine Lee. I apologize about that, Christine. Um, but anyways, Gail, let's talk about you. What, um, tell me about you. What, uh, kind of give us a little rundown of who you are, all about you, so we can get to know you better. Thank you. Well, as of April 15, 2018, I will be married to my husband, Steve, for 40 years. And that in itself is a feat worth clapping Happy for. <laughs> But, but more than that, so we got married very young. Um, I was a stay-at-home mom for 25 years, raising children in our home in a childcare setting. And then after I got our first granddaughter was born, I said, dang, I want to do something different. And, and my husband encouraged me to get my license. So in 2004, at the age of 44, I got my real estate license, and I just immersed myself into the business. I, I knew nothing about selling homes. I did know uh, you know, nurturing and negotiating with two-year-olds for 25 years prepared me for this role in, you know, nurturing and negotiating with clients. And, you know, I got my ABR, my CRS, my, my GRI, my EPRO, my broker's license in the first three years in the business. And it set me up for success to, you know, seven years later, open up our own company, which we've done, we opened in 2012. So, my husband joined me in the business in 2006 um, for the past five years since, well, since 2012, November 2012, we opened our own company and we've done 100% referral business, closing 50 homes a year, very steadily since then. So that's in a nutshell who I am, what I do. I'm, I was 2017 Realtor of the Year for our association, the Greater Kalamazoo Association of Realtors, and that was a true honor to be recognized by my peers in that role. So that's who I am, where I am today. Okay. Wow. That's neat. So let's talk about a couple of things. So a long time in the business, then 2012, you opened up your own boutique company, essentially. Uh, tell me about that transition. Was that hard to do? Why'd you decide to do that? Well, we, when we started in the business, it was with a national franchise company where I got my training and I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade that for the world. Like I mentioned, I immersed myself into um, learning. So I have three children. I have nine grandchildren, ages 15 to, I got, why didn't I think of saying something about nine that? Nine grandchildren. Nine grandchildren, 15 down to five years old. And when I got in the business and my kids were in, had gone through college and I'd never you know, I like, I never went to college. So I thought this was a great opportunity for me to learn as much as I could. 
I think that's what springboarded me into, um, we were able to, during 2008 to 2011, we, we went from 35% to 100% referral business. We had moved to, and, and that was during the dismal season of real estate, no matter where you lived. Why, why do you think that was? Because we focused on the relationships. You know, think about this. 25 years, people entrusted me with the care of their children. I learned how to develop um, rapport and, and trust with people very easily. So during that time when, when you had a listing that lasted for, you know, 365 days, you had a long time to build a relationship with your clients, but also, you know, the people, I think social media played a huge part in that too, Pat, because, you know, we became visible. We became more visible to people um, in our sphere through them watching us, what we were doing in that media and that media platform. So, uh, that's what I attribute it to, building strong relationships, keeping in touch with people. And so they knew who we were. They knew what we did. They knew how to find us, and it made it easy for them to reach out when they had a need. And, and do you post things on there, very personal things on there, like here I am with the grandkid number eight, um, you know, and stuff like that? Uh, if, if anybody goes to my – I keep my profile public. If you go to my, my page, you're going to see really, truly, I hope, you see a good picture of, of who I am and the character I am. You'll see in my introduction that I am mom, wife, grandma. I'm a broker owner and a senior executive with Send Out Cards. You'll see who I am in my introduction. And I think that that transparency allows people to engage in and really get to know who we are personally. This is great uh, information because of a couple of things. Number one, I think that being a matriarch, you know, um, is a trustworthy role. I think people, when they look at that and they say, well, she's, she's got nine grandkids, you know what I mean, four kids, and the matriarch of this family, they're, they're trustworthy, married 40 years almost, you know, trustworthy. I, I think that plays a big role, but, but here's a thing that I noticed, and this is very recent. Now, I don't know if you've been paying attention to this, but Facebook has recently redone all the algorithms. Because people were complaining that they were getting too much ad and too much kind of junky stuff on their feed. So what they've actually done behind the scenes, and, and many people don't know this, they just think that it's the, the pictures they're posting are better than the pictures they were posting a year ago, but it's not actually true. What's happening is if you post a picture of a, of a pet or a child or something that has to do with family and friends – you are behind the scenes. Your photo is getting more views on people's feeds than other stuff that's maybe like a shared video, like a, you're sharing a video of someone else took from YouTube of a random kid playing the violin that you don't know or, or you're, you're running an ad. And I've seen this because I, I run ads for Rebus University and the podcast and things, and I'll just put them out there like episodes and I'll get two or three likes. And literally, like three days ago, our, our family dog passed away, and I've gotten hundreds of comments and likes and, and poems and things like that. Um, I would never get 100, no, no offense against Gail, but if I just share Gail's interview on my feed, it's going to get like four or five likes, right? Just maybe some randoms 
right? That happen to see it. So my point is that there's a reason this is happening. It's, it's something conscious that Facebook is doing. So it's good timing to be in a position like Gail is and sharing everything out in the public, right? Not being mm-hmm. private about it uh, because it pays off. Am I making any sense? Yeah. For example, last Friday, we were invited uh, with about eight other couples over to a, a friend's house. This house was it was amazing. They just finished their basement. So, you know, I'm, I'm level four. Don't think about it. Just do it. Taking pictures. So at the party, I'm the one that's standing in the corner, snapping pictures of everybody. And then I post them to social media and I thank our host for inviting us over and kind of showcase it because, you know, he likes to show off his home. So what am I doing? I'm allowing him to, to be, recognized of what he's done in his home our friends that gather our friends are going to go see if i tag my friends that are in the post then their friends are going to see the tags and you know your reach becomes more and more organic through people just recognizing that and that's just one way that you can do it when um you know if i i'm at my lake so we bought a cottage last year and I, I take pictures of the sunset or I'm standing out on the deck and take a selfie with the, the, the frozen lake in the background. I get a hundred likes because people, <laughs> they, they like to see, you know, that, that the, the lake I put on there. Uh, I just took a picture. The sun was glistening on the ice and I just said, our God is an awesome God. And I had 200 people that engaged in that post because it resonated with them. If you put things out there that resonate with others and you can draw them into who you are, that really helps you gain uh, more reach, visibility. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox, full of items of utility simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox that's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999 that's toolbox to 444-999 Yeah, absolutely. Now, now, do you mix in real estate with that? I mean, do you, hey, hey, I just listed this beautiful house. You know, I had a, a friend of mine, she, she messaged me this morning and she says, Gail, do you post something about real estate every day on your personal page? And my simple answer was no, I don't. Um, I sprinkle it in. If we get a new listing and what we do is we, we share that listing from our MLS to our business page. And then we go to our business page and we share that to our personal page because that way we can go back to our business page and kind of see what kind of organic reach that we have with that listing. Um, our son-in-law joined us in the business. You bet, you know, we've promoted 
him um, with with within that realm of posting yeah. about real estate. We donate bikes to Toys for Tots for every closing. So we might close on a home and we'll we'll put pictures of our clients and we'll just say hashtag Toys for Tots number five. You know that. And our sphere, our our audience knows that that's five bikes that now have been donated to Toys for Tots. So it's find something in your community that you can do that that gives back or that you can promote on a on a regular basis of what you're doing and that will help also people are going to be watching you even though they don't engage with you they're watching you yeah and and from a strategic standpoint and I don't understand the science I don't even try to understand the science I just know that this is true from what I've read is Number one, do the personal page thing, not the, you know, do, do your business page, but your business page will never get as much traffic as your personal page. Now, this is new and always use a photograph because you get a lot more, uh, it shows up more if you use a photograph rather than just words like she did the, the lake and our God is an awesome God. You know, if she just did the words, it wouldn't have gotten 200, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, if at all possible, use people, pets, children, all that stuff. And again, I don't understand why, but all that stuff gets you more likes. Now, now, how many friends do you have on your public personal profile? Uh, 4,973. There you go. So <laughs> after this episode comes out, you're going to max that out to 5,000, but... The, the, and people can follow you after 5,000, but I think the point is don't be afraid to just max out that 5,000 friend limit. Right. And, you know, when I say I know my numbers that way because I thought, oh, I have, I have 4,974, but I, I will get political for just to make this point. Okay. Someone, someone posted about the State of the Union last night, mm -hmm. and I'm not going to share my beliefs, but I, I just – unfriended that person because for one it's showing up in my news feed and it's information that I don't want to see so I want to challenge everybody if if you you like and you you create these friends but if there's something that draws the negative energy from you when you see things then just just unfollow it right. unlike it unfriend it and move on and so um you know with 5,000 people in your life, you're going to have those things that sometimes strikes a chord. Just take, just deal with it and move on. Yeah. Yeah. And, and of course there's, there's millions of ways to do that too. You could block the person you could, you could um, block from them showing up in your feed. You don't have to necessarily unfriend them unless you want to unfriend them. <laughs> if you don't, especially if you don't know them, but, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's right. I, I never post anything political. I mean, I, I learned that lesson, you know, literally like this was like six or seven years ago. There was a cartoon and it showed it was when President Obama met with Chris Christie and someone had made a, a thing that showed um, the, the little rascals characters. If you remember um, mm -hmm. that kid and, and the African-American kid, Buckwheat and Chubby, I think his name was or. Something. Anyways, and they made a reference to like, they put the picture side by side. And I thought, oh, that was cute. You know, you got a, a, a fat white kid and then you got the African-American kid and whatever. 
And so I liked it or shared it or something. And a girl I went to high school with said it was racist. So I took it down and I started thinking, man, you know, I mean, uh, you know, it wasn't worth it. It's just not worth it. I didn't think it was at all by any means. And, and you know, uh, it was actually an African-American guy that, that shared it with me. But I just thought, you know, this isn't worth it. You know what I mean? Just, you know, just, and, and that was like six, seven years ago. I never post anything that's political or controversial or even like certain sides. You know what I mean? Like if someone posts something, I'll, I won't even go out and like it, even though I think it might be interesting. Just because there are stalkers out there and they will look at your feed and say, why did you like that? <laughs> you know, how did you retweet that? So when you think when you're talking about stalkers, so we had we um, a couple weeks ago we went to Arizona. We have four grandchildren that live in Arizona, so we went. There was an event that we attended, so mixed business and pleasure family. We got five referrals while we were gone. Three of them came through Facebook Messenger. Two of them came through text. I guess it was six, and one came from a phone call. Four listing opportunities, two buyer opportunities, and so the one came, a text message from my friend, 30 years been friends. Um, it was, she had snapshotted a Zillow ad. And, and so she said, can we see this house? And I'm like, wow, you know, out of the blue, I said, well, one, are you moving or are you buying a second home? <laughs> can <laughs> and, we see this house? Well, wait a minute. Are you moving? <laughs> well, or do you just want to see it? Right. I mean, that's a great question. Well, it, because it was a lake property, so Michigan's full of lake properties, I want to know, I knew where they lived, and is this a second home, or do you have to sell to buy? And by the way, I'm in Arizona with the grandkids, and she says, nope, we can wait till next week when you get home. We met with them and showed them the property last Saturday, and this is what um, Steve said to us, the, the husband. He said, I just want you to know that I've been, you know, we've I've enjoyed watching your family grow up on social media and um, I've watched your businesses flourish and I just want you guys to know how proud we are to be your friends and we appreciate the time that you're taking to be with us to show us this home today. Wow. They don't engage. They don't like, they don't comment, but they're watching and all of you out there that are on social media, just know people are watching you. And they're making, they're making an assumption of who you are and what you do by what they see. So like you said, Pat, pictures, I mean, if you're posting of your pets and your kids, your grandkids, the activities that you're doing, you're living a life, you're going on vacation, you're enjoying things, but you're also doing business, bringing in the houses and the bikes and the, the things that you do, people get to know who you are. We are writing our autobiography by every word we post picture we pose and how we treat other people wow that's deep we are writing our autobiography every word we post picture we post and how we treat other people i'll never forget that that's awesome that's very very well spoken you should make a, a patriot a, a huge picture <laughs> of your family and put that on the bottom that that's awesome As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. 
Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. Let's get into some nitty gritty here, Gail. This is going good. Um, what um, what was your ECI, your ego commission income last year? <laughs> ego, like our gross commission yeah, income, yeah, was, was, gross it was <laughs> it was two hundred fifty-two thousand dollars. All right, and what what was your profit margin on that, or profit on that? Um, the uh, the bookkeeper says we netted one hundred seventy-seven thousand. All right. Well, that's perfect. I love it when people say the bookkeeper says, because that means I actually checked rather than just pull a round number. Oh, around 50%. We go around 50. And you know, they just pulled that out of their butt and they're probably like 20. So that's great. I mean, because that's 30, you know, gosh, that's probably 75% profit margin. Now, had, now, I guess the reason that you're able to do that is because of where your business comes from. What, what percentage buyers, what percentage sellers? Um, we're pretty even. We sold 50 homes last year. 28 of them were sellers and 22 were buyers. And, and what, are the, what are your, say, three biggest sources? Well, we've, we belong to BNI. I don't know if you're familiar with BNI, Business Network International. It's one profession per chapter, um, and that's been 12 years. We close about 20 to 25 homes a year out of our BNI chapter, so that's members referring us to themselves or people that they know then facebook social media and past our sphere of influence and past clients that's great and and how often do you meet with bni uh, once a week my husband goes every wednesday morning oh was that right is it it's a breakfast meeting yeah it's from 7 to eight thirty every wednesday there's 50 members in our chapter and we're we're very well liked. We're, we're very blessed. How long has it been in there? I started in 2006, so it's been 12 years. Wow. Is he the only real estate agent? Yep. Okay. So you've got all kinds of other people. Like, like Give me some ideas of other professions that are referring you business out of there. Um, our lender. There's a lender, um, electrician, plumbers, heating, HVAC, website designers, hairstylists. Um, gun shop owner, there's, there's uh, physical therapy. The, the house we were at, um, Robbie and Vihangi, she runs her own physical therapy business. And so um, we just, there's 48 to 50 members in there that we have the opportunity. A handyman, man, we keep our handyman busy, the roofer busy. You know, when think about a real estate transaction and all the components that go in that with with title, with inspectors, with appraisers, to lenders, you know, all of those, you know, and then you have the inspection and you need a plumber, you need an electrician. Um, So we can keep each other busy and that's the synergy of um, how it works for us in that group. 
That's great. And, you know, a cool idea with those, and this is, you've probably done this, is you bring people in it, right? Like, like you're, you meet somebody or you refer something to somebody, and if that category is not covered, you say, you got to start coming to B&I in order for me to give you more referrals. Because what it does is every Wednesday, it makes it top of mind, what referrals do I have to give for everybody that comes, right? And right. I think that a lot of times we think, you know, someone says something to us and we think, oh, I can refer them, but we don't. But if we're forced to every Wednesday come up with, see these people, oh, you know what? I got to refer you to such and such. She just told me last week that her hot water heater was on the fritz or that, you know, she needed to switch accountants. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Accountants. Our accountant is in there. He referred us to the person now who does our books and our financial advisor is in the group. And, you know, so this is, it's, it's a great way to grow a business. And it's hard. It's hard for realtors to get into a, a BNI chapter because they can only have one realtor. What realtor wouldn't want to be in that position to have the audience of anywhere from 30 to 50 people each week that are looking for referrals for them? Yeah, amazing. Okay, so what is your favorite real estate-related phone application? Well, uh, people who know me know that I am like known as a send out cards guru. I've been with send out cards for 10 and a half years. I'm wow. sending cards to our clients. Um, and it's been an amazing, when they came out with the app three years ago, it changed my world for follow-up and appointments because now with the app on my phone, I can leave an appointment, taking a picture of the house, putting it on the front of a card and getting it set. How many of us have good intentions, but you know, we get back to the office and then we're distracted from other things. So if I can do that while I'm thinking about it, top of my mind, um, it's been able to set us apart and people love to get our cards. We, I mean, honestly, I spend, I send about two or three cards every day, browsing on my phone through social media, looking for my friends whose pet passed away okay, so, or the so kids have a baby. So walk me through that, like a real life thing, like today, like yesterday or the day before, you're on your phone. Take me to like how easy it is, the transition, how you go from one app to the next and all that. Okay, so we were coming home from our cottage the other day, and I was thinking about the party that we attended Friday, right? So I had all those pictures on my phone, so I opened up my app, and I just I just started to create a card. I put the picture on the front and I was able to create a card as I was driving down the highway, thanking our host and hostess for um, inviting us over and for treating us to such a great time. And I was able to click a button. And before I even got to the office, I had a card and a gift of thanks sent to them um, that will arrive in their mailbox probably today or tomorrow. So, if you practice doing that, um, one of my good friends, their, their cat passed away. And they had, I mean, like people's pets are their family, especially Dude. if they've never had children. My dog and, just passed away. And I, like I said, I've got hundreds of and condolences. So, and so one of my practices is to save those pictures, go to the app on my phone and send a card. Say, put the picture of their pet on the front of a card and wow. send them a little token that says, I know I can tell how much Katie meant to you and I'm just sending uh, my condolences um, and my heartfelt sorrow for you with the picture. Okay. There, 
are they ever going to throw away a picture of their pet that just passed yeah, away? No way, yeah. And so, um, you know, I do this. This is this is my send out card. So I'll walk you through a campaign. Yeah, please. Well, wait a minute. Let me ask you a question. First of all, the the little tokens and the thank yous, the the the, the token of love that you mentioned. These are actually physical gifts. Yeah, they're physical tokens that arrive. And is there like right like, on send out card apps that uh, that you could pick from? And mm -hmm. there's 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 dozens of gifts to choose from. Wow, and it's all right there in the app. Right in the app. Jeez, I'm getting that. Okay, <laughs> so keep going. Keep so, going. So I you asked me how. So through the app, um, I can create a card. This is my grandson. That's Cohen. That's and awesome. Cohen uh, went with us when we delivered um, when our bikes. We we purchased 80 bikes that we donated to the Marine Corps to Toys for Tots, December 14th. And so this card went out to 220 people, January, first week of January. And it just introduced our son-in-law to the business. Um, I said that we all make a difference and um, Network Team Homes is here to serve you. On the back is our contact information. And is it any surprise, Pat, that six people within the first three weeks of January reached out to us with a real estate need? And I would say probably four of those six people received this card. Really? We talk about top of mind awareness. And if how you often, can, how often are you sending those? Um, well, I, I send an average of six cards every day, <clears throat> but I, I'm right now sending Valentine cards. It's coming into February. I'm taking my top 100. I'm sending them a little love key, a token, and I'm pulling their picture of, you know, either the family or the husband and wife off social media, and I'm adding that to the inside of the card and sending probably about 100 of those in the next couple weeks. Okay, wait a minute. Let me slow this down. So you're sending 100 Valentine's cards to admirable couples and you're taking a photo from their Facebook of them together in love, you know, holding hands or just together at a baseball game or something. Mm -hmm. You're adding it to the inside of the card, like as part of the card. Mm -hmm. And then you're sending it out with your Valentine's card that you've created or whatever. Yep. You know, most people listening would be like, That's, that, that would take three weeks to put it all together. <laughs> like, how are you able to do that? Well, I did 19 yesterday, and it took me about probably an hour and a half to do because I set. I it's a campaign; it's created. All I have to do is go. Sometimes it takes me longer to find the good picture of the couple. Yeah. So that's that's what the time consuming. So you you guys out there listening, if you want people to celebrate you, add pictures to your social media so we can find them easy. Um, <laughs> yeah, so then, don't get a picture with the husband's eyes closed, right? I mean, get <laughs> right. So, so that's. I mean, that's honestly. That's. I spend two to three hours every day just celebrating people, and um, we've. My husband had three referral, three phone calls yesterday. People that said, "Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm almost got my house ready, but I want you to come take a look. You know, I'm getting ready to list, and I, I have not kept." Good track this year. Last year we received 200 referrals, close wow. 50 homes. I think in the month of January, we're averaging about a referral a day of people just you know reaching out, inquiring, having questions, and just because 
people are reaching out doesn't mean it's going to turn into now business. But I'm telling you, when you when you are top of mind with enough people that your your phone is ringing and you get incoming calls every day, that's a powerful place to be in business. Yeah, I I love that phrase, celebrating people. Right, it's two words, celebrating people. We don't really think about that, but um, I had uh, somebody just recently with my with my dog Piper passing away celebrate me by sending me a private message that said you are a good dog owner mm-hmm. i've noticed that you spend a lot of time with your dogs you know and you know that to me somebody celebrated something about me that no one ever really celebrated no one ever told me that right and and the people could be married 5 years and no one says you know, good job. You're, you're a great couple. You know, they may say some cliches, but how many people have actually celebrated them like you would with, oh, you know, you know, here's a couple, I admire you. Coming from a, patri- a matriarch like yourself, who obviously has success and knows, you know, a lot about keeping marriages together and, and building families. So, I, I, I just love that phrase, celebrating people. That's what you do. You're a people mm-hmm. celebrator and a comforter. You know, my, I made a post. We, my husband and I recently reached a, a pinnacle position within the Send Out Cards company, senior executive. And, and we received some stuff in the mail yesterday, and I posted it. And I'm getting a ton of engagement. But you know what, Pat? When my son's mother-in-law commented on the picture and said you are an ambassador of kindness Mm. that touched me in my heart like you said when people say things that you know you go wow that really felt good to me to hear sally celebrated you she celebrated me and that was really powerful she's getting a card (laughs) (laughs) and you're gonna celebrate her back (laughs) But you know what a better world we'd all live in, right? If we just celebrated each other, just edified each other, you know, 99 times out of 100. I mean, it just would, you know, it's just, it's just great. And you can't say anything negative about that, right? You can't, you don't know, it's going to get it and rip it in half, you know, and say this is, uh, you know, I mean, it's just great. Look, Pat, I've got, I keep on my desk. Look at all these cards that people have sent to me. Talk about energy. The energy that comes from, you know, just picking up a card. If I'm having a bad day, I just go to, I, I, I go over here to my, my wealth of cards and I, I see that, you know, here I am. I was doing a webinar and so, I, you know, they caught me on Zoom and they thanked me for being a part of their webinar. And, you know, I keep these on my desk as a reminder that we can all make a difference. Every day, the things that we do, the things that we say, how we treat other people, and it could be just the, the random act of kindness. You know, carry an extra $20 bill in your pocket, and, and when you're feeling prompted inside, when you see somebody, you can just go up and hand them a $20 bill and say, you know what, I was just prompted to share this with you today. And watch the reaction. And just turn, most of the time, I just turn away. I, I just, I hand it to them and I walk away because... You know, the, the look on their face, one, one time I was at Walmart, I was checking out, and one of the Walmart employees was waiting in the subway line to buy lunch, and I had that prompting, and I went over to her, 
And I handed her a $20 bill and I just said, I would like to buy your lunch today. And like the whole demeanor on her face just changed. And she says, why? I said, I just felt prompted to do that. Have a beautiful day. And I walked away and left her like standing there. Um, you know, do that on, a, you know, I, whenever it's prompted, I'm not saying, you know, I was challenged to carry a hundred dollar bill and a $20 bill in my wallet at all times. The hundred dollar bill is a reminder that of abundance, the abundance that flows in and out of your life. The $20 bill, that extra 20, go to the ATM, take an extra 20 and, and look for ways to bless someone else. And I, you know, I've been taught what you send out in life comes back, mm. you know, a hundredfold. And I have got to tell you that my practice of sending cards every day on a regular basis has come back to me in more ways than I can even express on this call today. Um, and we call that the rhythm of prosperity. And I've entered into that rhythm of prosperity where, you know, you just treat people kind and good things come back. Yeah. And it, it's 50, 50 sphere of influence transactions and, and a 75% profit margin. I mean, what people don't realize is that, you know, generally when you have a solid sphere of influence, uh, buyer seller, right. Um, or a solid uh, referral from a sphere of influence. You have very little competition, uh, number one. And um, number two, you have very little expense as a business person because, you know, you're not paying for advertising and buying leads that are so expensive. You know, every now and then we'll, we'll boost a post on, on Facebook maybe a, a listing that we have, we're going to host an open house or something, but you know, our budget for that might be, I don't know, 30 bucks a month. And we just do that a lot of times. Just, you know, think about it. It's not really to sell the house. It's to get our name out there. It's to show people that we're actually doing business and, you know, reaching again, that top of mind, they say, Oh, Gail and Steve have a cool new listing on a lake. Um, and, they might not be in the market to buy and we're not looking to sell it through that, but it's, we're doing that to remain top of mind with them during that, during the year, during that process. Yeah, that's incredible. Well, well, let's wrap this up um, with some basics. Like what, what advice would you give to a rookie agent who, who has no money on, on getting started and succeeding on a high level? Well, it was the same, it was the same, um, what my, my mentor, my Kim, so Kim was my manager. She, she taught, she hired me into the business and now Kim works for our company as an agent. Um, but she told me, make a list of the people, you know, like organize the people in your life, the people who know, like, and trust you, um, make a list of them and communicate with them. There's five communication styles that I use. One is phone call, texting, face-to-face, -face, social media, and greeting cards. And when you use all five of those communication skills, you're going to connect with people um, on a higher level. Learn as much as you can. Um, we are blessed to have an association that has classes every month. If your association, get involved in your association. I asked a, um, a veteran agent when, when I first got in the business, what should I do? She says, join a, a committee at, at your association. So I joined the education committee because I was, I 
I wanted to learn as much as I could, um, I, I went from being in the education committee to working my way up to um, chairing a committee to being on the board to serving as treasurer. And getting involved will teach you because you're with other peers that know more than you and you learn together. So get involved in your association, learn your MLS, um, volunteer in your community. If you need contacts, Find what you're passionate about and go volunteer your time and energy to get to know people so that they can see you. Post those, take pictures, post on social media, um, and start to build that top of mind awareness. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. All good stuff. So, Gail, as you know, everybody that comes on Real Estate Rockstars brings a free gift. We put it in our agent toolbox, which has a plethora of free gifts uh, that agents have brought that have come on the show that add intense value to every agent every day. Uh, what is your free gift today? Well, for those of you who are curious at all about the send out cards system, you can send a card you can send a card and a, I don't know if I don't, Oh, I do have, look at this. Um, so you get to send a, a two pack of brownies. This mm. is a $10 value yum, and yum. just, just go through my website. I've got my account set up so you can send a free card and a two-pack of brownies to – don't send it to yourself. Send it, send it to somebody <laughs> you care about. And when you do send it celebrate to someone, someone. Yes, yeah, celebrate someone. When you send it to someone, I will get your information, and I might just send you a two-pack of brownies. So that's there my you go. free gift is there so you just go. try it out. Download the app. Send a free card. See if that's something that um, – resonates with you to get personal with people and pat before while we're on here i'm i'm teaching people to get level four so here we go i'm going to take our picture there we go i got my selfie with pat ivan all right <laughs> at rebus university there you go thank you so much guys celebrate someone today everybody I, i'm going to write that down as one of my affirmations right i celebrate five people a day i mean Gosh, I mean, even one person a day. I think about it going through days without celebrating people. We all do it, you know? We, we all, all do, do it. it. And that's, I, I love it. Well, you're an inspiration, Gail. I'm going to put all of this information on hybendigital.com backslash Gail Z. And it's G-A-Y-L-E, Gail Z. And uh, Gail, thank you for... Um, also pushing me uh, to get more women on the show and to get more women involved in the real estate coaching and training and business uh, because I think more there are more women now in real estate than men and it only makes sense. So I appreciate you uh, keeping everybody conscious of that. So listen, best of luck to you. I celebrate you today and, and uh, uh, if I'm ever in your neck of the woods, I'll look you up and... Uh, We'll get together and break some bread. That sounds like a perfect plan. Thanks for having me on, Pat. You're welcome, Gail. This episode is brought to you in full by Rebus University, the future of real estate training. Go now to www.rebusuniversity.com and use the coupon code ROCK for 20% off your first course. Double your commissions now with Rebus University. Thank you for tuning in to Real Estate Rockstars. Please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you may be listening. If you haven't already, please give us a review. I don't care whether it's a one-star review or a five-star review. 
We eat feedback for breakfast and we need your reviews. Also, the more reviews we get, the better our guests become. Thanks again for listening and find me on social media simply by typing in my name. I'm Pat Hyben and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.